it's a back-to-back weekend as they get ready or try to get ready for uh, some more wins, try to attempt for some more wins as the Arizona Coyotes set to face the Chicago Blackhawks and the Nashville Predators. Can they get back on the winning track after losing earlier this week? Carl and I will talk about that all on today's episode of Locked on Coyotes. Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Robin Leonio, Carl Pavlik, right beside me, getting ready again, once again, talk Arizona on back-to-back weekend at Coyotes against the Blackhawks and Predators. Blackhawks tonight on ESPN Plus and Hulu. And then back to the regional broadcast when they face uh, Nashville tomorrow. Uh, getting ready. Just, just, just like a back-to-back weekends of back-to-back, Carl. Yeah. It, it is crazy to think that we're again in a situation. It's a Friday uh, morning. We got a back-to-back coming up. Uh, I think it's another situation where the Coyotes are in a, a chance to like win either one of or both of these games. So it's kind of interesting um, after the rough start to the season, we're getting another back-to-back, another winnable back-to-back. Another winnable back-to-back. We'll see which what kind of team we see, we see though. Will we see um, the team against like that, that was similar to what we saw on Wednesday against the – uh, Minnesota Wild, or will we see the team that played like Carolina, or the team that played Seattle, or like? Yeah. Although I will not say that the Seattle game plan is one that they should be working no. off of. No, no. I'm just but based off the yeah, the kind of play style, you know. No, I get you. Uh, it it'll it'll definitely be interesting to see. I think the Coyotes have been playing pretty well um but there's definitely these kind of issues that they run into i don't know what it is where they just can't seem to figure it out um and i am kind of curious to see i don't really expect the team to win both games but i expect them to have a good showing for both because they are weaker competition uh, in the grand scheme of things i don't think anyone expected the chicago blackhawks or the predators to do very well this season uh well, some people did for the Blackhawks, and the Predators are overperforming probably. But I think they can definitely walk out of this weekend with, uh, with two extra points at least. You would, you, you would sure hope so, right? Um, the uh, like, I mean, the Predators like are, are doing better than expected, but the yeah, but the Blackhawks like what they have what two three wins to their name. Yeah, which I mean, we're we're talking about the coyotes who have one win uh blackhawks record three nine and two right now uh i think i mean they did seem to make a couple of big moves this offseason and it's all kind of falling apart for them they kind of just stumbled right out the gate uh probably tried to jumpstart what should be a rebuild with uh, acquisitions like Marc-Andre Fleury, uh, they acquired Seth Jones, um, like moves that we didn't think, that I didn't think really fit 
what the Blackhawks are going to be. Um, and it's kind of funny to see them just kind of completely stumble. Yeah, it makes me feel bad for Mike Andre Fleury, though, because out of the gold, out of goaltenders, with the exception of Carey Price, I was really respect Mike Andre Fleury, even though he was on Vegas for a while. Yeah. Um, he is, you know, without a doubt, probably one of the best goaltenders of the modern era. And, I, you know, again, you got to really, you got to really appreciate him. He's just an overall good guy. Like, you know, like, uh, Giannis, when he got traded, when he, when he was thinking about retiring, I'm like, might as well instead of playing for Chicago. Yeah. It's funny. Like, if you're a, if you're a good goaltender, you're either having to deal with like a bunch of stuff, like, being traded um or like you get nothing uh in your henrik lundquist um you just get to play for the same team for your entire career but you're never going to win a cup uh mark andre Fleury has won a couple cups with, with the penguins but he has also had to deal with being acquired in an expansion draft and then seeing uh his backup kind of take over and get traded to a bad team so I mean, at least he's got the Cubs. Maybe he should have retired uh, in the offseason. Um, it'll be kind of interesting to see if he has a change of heart after the season's over. I mean, how many more years does he have left on that contract? Uh, but a pretty hefty amount, too. Maybe just because of the, the pay still? Cause... I, I don't necessarily think that he needs any of the money. I'm sure it's nice to get a couple of extra million dollars. Um, athletes, especially when they get up there, they seem to be playing more for pride um, and kind of to show that they can still do it, especially for someone like Flurry, who uh, like, you know, his old teams have moved up past from him. Like that's got a sting and you're kind of like, I'm going to show everyone, but are you really going to show anyone in, you know, but, Chicago. But at the same time, yeah, the, going that and, you know, right off of winning the Vesna. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's in his final year, $7 million cap it. Do you, do you think he resigns? Um, no. <laughs> well, definitely not with Chicago. Um, but like, where, do you think he, where else does he go? Vegas can't afford him. Vegas no can't one afford else? him. And and of course they got rid of him for a reason because Robin Leonard is their new guy. Yeah. Like where else does he go? I mean, if you're if you're flurry, you could take a minimum contract for another shot at a cup. Um, like go to freaking Colorado or somewhere. Um, it, it's it's kind of an interesting move because I think he is he's got a pedigree to him. Uh, he has you know he's won it all which teams always respect. He's coming into the locker room with the rings, um, but he's just kind of old. Um, but we're seeing Mike Smith like continue to play into, what, his 40s now? So yeah. I, I don't know. Like Anything could happen. Fleury could retire this season, and it wouldn't surprise me. He could last another three years, and it wouldn't surprise me. Well, the main thing is because Vegas is his home now, so like, yeah. I don't think he wants to go anywhere else. Kind of like I probably want to once once the contract's done, he's just like, all right, I'm done. Move back with my family in in Vegas and just live the retired life. Yeah, That's probably what he's gonna do. I mean, if I had the chance to retire a multimillionaire in Vegas, I would do that in a heartbeat. So, sounds like a pretty good life for him. Yeah, it was. 
uh, it's definitely something else on to uh, to think about that. Um, let's think more on the on, on the Arizona side though for this for this game because I, I think um, obviously we'll get more into it. This is Arizona's best chance to get back on the winning track. Um, again, they had that win against Seattle last week, but like if they can take some of the momentum that they had from like because even though that loss in between it's been a, almost a week, if they can take some of it. Can help them. It's against a lower a lower ranked team. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's it's very similar to what we were saying last week. The Coyotes are playing back to back games against weaker competition, and we have seen the Coyotes fall against the better competition. Uh, I think the Minnesota Wild are one of the better teams in the Central Division right now, if not the league. Um, and you know, there's no real shame in losing like. They did. Uh, Blackhawks, they're not going to have that excuse. But we've seen them stumble out the gate against you know lesser teams. Uh, the Anaheim game a week ago today kind of springs to mind. Uh, it's going to be like if they can come out quick, if they can get like on the board first, I, I think they have a good chance. If they could stay out of the penalty box, I think they have a much better shot too. That's there. That's that's the most important one: staying out of the penalty box. Because this Coyotes team has a ma- major problem on special teams, and uh, yeah, uh, and, and and I get why they're taking so many penalties because they are not good. And when, you know, your opponents are forcing you to play in your own end, um, you're constantly getting beaten, you take you take penalties. Uh, it's less yeah. out of sloppiness and more because there's there's nothing else that you could really do. Um, and the Chicago Blackhawks, they're also not a good team, but they do have quite a few skilled players that can drive the Coyotes nuts. Um, so, like, it unfortunately wouldn't surprise me if we saw them, you know, take a lot of penalties this game um and hopefully it's not going to kill them like it did against the minnesota wild i believe i mentioned in that up in the episode yesterday like three goals were either um guys were either shorthanded or the you know the wild had just pulled their goaltender that can't be allowed to happen tonight uh, that reminded me. I think it was at the Minnesota uh, for the during the Minnesota game when Craig Morgan tweeted that I think I think Michael Grapner was in attendance or something, uh, and then he yeah. and he tweeted, and he's like, and it just brings back the days when the penalty kill was fun to watch. <laughs> it it was fun, like the the Grabner Richardson like era of the Coyotes penalty kill was more and the more like fun aspects of the Coyotes. They had which the is, most shorthanded goals in the league, didn't they? Like, uh, I think they were one behind Calgary. I would need to look it up, but they were one of the most shorthanded goals. Like it was, it's, it's crazy to see the coyotes better as a penalty kill unit than as a power play unit, because you think that those skills should be somewhat overlapped, but Nope. They, they just loaded up with penalty kill specialists. It was absolutely an amazing time. I mean, obviously, you know, new era, new, um, new regime, but Hey, it's only it's only the beginning, so we've got to figure, we'll see how things go from from uh, from here to on to the future. Yep. Anyways, we still got more to get to on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. In just a sec, we will talk about the uh, Nashville Predators game. What's the, what what to expect from that part of the back to back? All that coming up 
on today's episode of Lockdown Coyotes. But first, I want to tell you guys that with it being Thanksgiving season, it's, you know, always time for the delicious treats, all of it, because you know what? I love all those desserts, all the pies you can get, but they're also full of calories and sugar. Why not get a Built Bar instead? The new holiday desserts. Feast on something delicious and feel absolutely good about it. When you can go, the, you can go for a slice of pie that has uh, upwards of 300 calories on the low end, or get a Built Bar that's only 130 calories and o- only four grams of sugar with plenty of protein. You can go ahead and you know again replace any pie, you know delicious pie out there for a Built Bar that's low calorie, low carb, low fat, high protein, covered in 100% real chocolate. Built is a great option for when you're hungry. If Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, go for a Built Bar or two. They have new surprises all month long, limited time flavor arriving at Built.com regularly. So be sure to check this site often. There's absolutely nothing like a Built Bar Black Friday. So mark your calendar. Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. And if you guys go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, you get 15% off your order. Once again, it's LOCKED15. For 15% off at built.com. Okay, so that was talking about the Arizona Coyotes and the Chicago Blackhawks for tonight's game on ESPN Plus and Hulu. Now, let's get to tomorrow's game, Kyle. It's a little bit of a, t- a little bit of preview for tomorrow's game. Arizona Coyotes and Nashville Predators. It's a little bit it- tougher because they're somehow surprisingly doing well yeah uh the predators i think everyone expected them to be at the bottom of the standings with the coyotes uh they are i'm not sure if they're just defying expectations or if they're temporarily overperforming they have an eight five and one record which is pretty good uh uh what we were talking about before the start of the episode like i was surprised to learn that they're ahead of the colorado avalanche in the standings uh yeah avalanche the are just doing something weird i don't know what's going on with them <laughs> yeah uh the avalanche I, I i would need to like dig a lot deeper in there to figure out what exactly is going on which I, i'm sure i'll have to soon but it's just it's interesting to watch you've also played um, the least amount of games in the central division so yeah, th- but they they've done pretty good recently. Uh, they beat the Stars and the Blues in a back to back. They've uh, they they beat the uh, Calgary Flames and the Vancouver Canucks earlier this month. Not really sure how tough that is. I am noticing quite a few um, extra periods like. They had to go to overtime against the Flames. They had to go to overtime against the Blues. They lost in overtime against the Blackhawks. So, huh, it, it's it's interesting to see. I'm wondering if maybe they're not necessarily as good as their record suggests, if they're just getting, like, lucky bounces. Uh, I, I think that they don't necessarily have the roster to sustain a, like, a lengthy period of winning. I would not be surprised if they're out of the playoffs by the trade deadline. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're. I was talking about this last year when you know the Dallas Stars had the COVID problem, so they pretty much missed the first few games, first week, and then they come out and you know they have a really good start. And I got asked on Lockdown NHL, you know, is this sustainable? I kind of thought it's like, oh yeah, you know, they got some pretty good players. I think it's sustainable. I was wrong. They fell yeah. off the face of the earth in this, like a snap of a finger. 
almost as immediately after I started saying that. And, um, you know, it, we could very well see the same thing with, uh, with Nashville. Yeah. It, it happens every year. There's a team that, that starts hot and people are like, Oh, are they gonna, are they going to be the ones to like prove all the analysts wrong? Um, because there's there's always a little bit of joy in seeing someone uh, be professionally wrong. Uh, I I know I appreciate it. I hate it when it's pointed out when I'm wrong, but uh, it, it's fun to watch. Uh, and it's kind of interesting to see like if maybe the Predators are just finding a way to win. If if it's something that they, you know, the numbers aren't accounting for yet, um, or if you know, everyone was kind of right and they just fall apart in the next coming weeks. I'm just going to go ahead and point out the last time that these two teams played against each other. Bubble. Oh yeah. The play in round at the bubble. That was fun. Uh, I like the, I like the play in round aspect of it. I was trying to think, I'm like, when would it have been? But nope, they weren't in the weird division last year. So playoff bubble which playoff uh bubble. uh the Coyotes won that series so they did yeah and then they ended up getting clobbered by the uh uh the avalanche but yeah they were beaten so badly by the avalanche there was an existential crisis amongst coyotes fans and management just uh brutal to watch but it's been a long time the coyotes are a very different team um the Predators are also a different team. It's been a full season, so it'll be kind of curious to see if they can bring that same kind of pace and momentum to Sunday's or Saturday's game. It will be really interesting. I get you know can't you know can't wait to see these two teams match up. I just like seeing you know for the fact that these two teams or teams again we haven't seen them in a long time. Yeah, it's it, it's cool, especially after that that weird shortened season where they only played in division. We're seeing all of these teams again. Um, and it's, it's, it's curious to see like how everyone's changed. It's like coming back to school almost over a long summer break. You're just like, Oh, you, uh, it's like, Oh, yeah. you grew. Oh. <laughs> you grew. You're suddenly, uh, a top of the avalanche when we're playing. I don't like that at all. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, um, it, it'll definitely be uh, an interesting matchup. Like I said, I do think that the these two are winnable games, and the Coyotes can find like if they dig deep, if they stay disciplined, they can walk out with at least two points, um, and, and hopefully maybe like be the team that kind of turns things around for the Predators. Uh, maybe at the end of the year, we're talking about it, and we're just like, oh yeah, once the Preds lost to the Coyotes, they really started to tumble. Yeah. For for the fan for the Coyotes fans out um out there yeah we're no you'll all be happy with at least two points coming out of this for the players you're gonna win at least three points Ooh, yeah I mean you gotta pick up points where you can uh if you're the Coyotes you're not gonna be winning many games against the best competition in the league uh we know that the players on the ice know that. Coaches know that. Management knows that. So you got to pick up winnable games when you can. You have to play with the same kind of pace and uh, drive against the worst teams in the league that you would against the best teams. And hopefully you can walk away with some victories. Uh, It's kind of interesting to see because I, I don't think that the Predators are one of the best teams. So 
they have one of the best records, but if they could play like they are the best teams, I think that they could maybe walk away with a win. I think so too. I think it's definitely possible that they're able to come with the win. Um, it will be an, it, it will be a fun weekend uh, for, to uh, to watch just in general overall both these games today and tomorrow. I think what we're going to do though, Carl, is we're going to get into preview mode. We're going to get into the bets for tonight's game. Um, there are no bets for tomorrow's game, so we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll talk more just preview in general. We'll get some two, some predictions, mm-hmm. what we think is going to happen over this weekend. All of that coming up on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. But I think you have something you want to share with us. I do, yes. I uh, just want to get a couple messages here. Well, one uh, big one, and that's we're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for basketball and football and hockey action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, uh, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right down to your Vegas our favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. It's time now to go prediction time, Carl. Let's uh, start off with the betting lines, courtesy of our friends at BetOnline.ag. Let's do it. So we only have the one for tonight's game. They do not have the lines for tomorrow's game yet, mainly because this game's the game today isn't even completed. Um, yeah if you're betting on tomorrow's game when the game hasn't even happened for today that's like putting cart before the horse yeah but anyways uh here are the lines coyotes are point and a half underdogs at minus 150 money line if you bet on arizona it is plus 150 minus 180 for chicago blackhawks total points or sorry i'm not even looking at the wrong ones uh, i was looking at a first for first period Point and a half underdogs, minus 134, plus 188 for, for Arizona, minus 210 for Chicago. Total points, five and a half points at plus 100 for the over. Yeah, uh, I'm surprised to see the Coyotes are still the underdogs. Well, not too, too surprised um, considering they are at the bottom of the division. But the Blackhawks are right up there, so who knows? Um, would you, would you say the, the goals were five and a half, five and a half. That's tough. Uh, I'm looking and I'm actually kind of surprised to see that the Chicago offense isn't necessarily what I thought it would be. Um, but Alex Dabrinka has seven goals already to start the season, which is pretty ridiculous uh they do also appear to be giving up a lot of goals so i would say we're probably going to see more than five and a half goals scored you think it's going to be over i think it's going to be over what about you i think it's going to be under here here's what we're looking at though we have mark andre Fleury. we have uh kevin lankinen uh Mm -hmm. 3.81 3.81 goals against for Flurry, 3.11 for Lincoln. So, like, Chicago's giving up quite a bit. The Coyotes' offense, uh, like, is 
very inconsistent, but I think they can put together three goals against them. And I imagine they're going to give up quite a few too. Um, we don't even know who's going to be starting. Um, it may have been released already, but either way, I think both goal goaltenders that the Coyotes have have shown that they can let in quite a few. So I think it's going to be over. You think it's going to be over? Okay. Um, I'll still stick with my under prediction okay. on that one. Um Unless I can see any difference on the on the goalies, uh, if I can get the daily face off. Because, uh, like I said, I I mean it shouldn't be the the go to, but it will definitely tell me at least something. Uh, Mark Andre Fleury likely, and unconfirmed whether or not if it's Kurelbe Melka tonight. Yeah. I mean, he did get, you know, pulled after another quick two goals. Um, so it, it's really tough to say, like, who is the the Coyote starter at this point. Um, I, I do see that Hutton has accompanied the team on the road trip. Uh, no word yet that I'm seeing on who is going to be starting in net for the, for the Coyotes. Right. I'm still picking my. I'm still picking the under. Okay. Um, but here's so that's my what. That's one of my picks. You know what my other pick's gonna be? Sure. Money line Arizona plus one eighty eight. You betting on Arizona? Or, yeah. I I think this one's gonna be a, a fairly high scoring game. I think Arizona is gonna win four two. Four to two. I got three to two. Three to two, so a bit just closer. On, just under the five and a half. Yeah, you're like right there. You're, um, not even an empty netter. Uh, I, I do. You, and, hmm. It's it's definitely going to be an interesting one to watch. Uh, I will say that I'm not. I'm hoping the Coyotes can pull one out. I think after a loss like they. Did, like uh, against the wild, they're going to be looking to rebound. They're going to be looking to simplify things on the road. I think that's creating like just a good recipe for a good coyotes effort. Absolutely. But uh, so we have our predictions for that game. Uh, I say take the money line for Arizona and bet the under. Um, you just say bet the under. Or bet, bet the, the over. over. You said bet, yeah. you said bet the over. Arizona wins. So you are, so my, are you going? Would you take the money line too? Uh yeah, I'd probably take the money line too. The money line, especially at plus one eighty eight. It's a nice. Yeah. Nice I mean, nice right there. Like there are a few t- few games I've gone into the season where I really thought the Coyotes had a good shot of winning. Um, and this is one of the few where I'm like, oh yeah, this seems very possible. Want to try to make a uh, an extra bet just to be a little, a little fun. Sure. <laughs> Total points for the first period. One and a half. One and a half. I would go over. I think it's going to be like, we, we've seen the Coyotes give up a lot of goals in the first period. Uh, yeah. And I, I don't necessarily see that trend changing. Uh, do they have anything for the second period? No, it just has first period. Because the second period is when the the units really start to fall apart. That's your easy money right there. Yeah, it has uh, total points per also uh, per team. Total points for the Coyotes, 
two and a half, three and a half for Chicago. Obviously, I'm betting the over for Arizona and the under for Chicago. Uh, any fun, like, fastest shot, any kind of prop bets like that that you're seeing? Um, prop prop markets for this game are currently not available. Because mm. I, I do – I have noticed that we, we see a lot more of those with the national broadcast. I saw, like – I think it was the TNT where you had, like, every time Chikrin shot at the net, there'd be, like, a pop-up where it's, like, oh, 95 miles per hour. Um. I don't know if the house is like that. If they mainly have, you know, how many shots on net is Clayton Keller gonna gonna register? Like, yeah. that that's why I'm like really looking forward to like a lot of the micro data that we're supposed to be getting in the next coming years because I think it will make for some interesting prop bets on like fastest slap shot and, and that sort of thing in games and uh, just kind of interesting ways to look at hockey. It will be very interesting. But those are our picks for tonight's game. Um, let's now go to tomorrow's game. There are, as I said, there are no betting lines available on Bet Online yet for this game. However, it is not going to stop us from making a prediction on how this game is going to go. Yeah. Uh, I think tomorrow's game is going to be much harder for the Coyotes. I think they're going to fall four one. Four to one. Yeah. Okay. So I'd probably let, – let's see. Like we've, we've had five and a half is pretty consistent. I think we would do the under for that one. You do the under for that. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see for me. What do I think? Um, I think the Coyotes will carry a little bit of momentum into this game. They'll make it interesting. Four to three, the final score, Nashville mm-hmm. wins. In overtime. Ooh, overtime. Nice. Uh, like I mentioned in the last segment, we, we've seen the Predators have to go to overtime for a lot, so that's a that's a smart pick. I mean, again, I, and I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of overtime, too. So, Who doesn't like three-on-three three overtime? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I was, I was thinking to, I had to think to myself again, is this still a three-on-three? Three? I'm like, yeah, it was... <laughs> Yeah, as soon as you mentioned that, I'm like, three on three. That sounds way too fun for the NHL to be doing. Did I say uh, that wrong? Because we haven't had four and four overtime in like ten years. Yeah. Uh, well, l- let's let's be fair to ourselves. We haven't gotten to watch a lot of overtime Coyotes hockey this season. <laughs> the games are very rarely close. The only time we did was the second game of the season against Buffalo. Is that really the only one? Dang, like that that just feels wrong. But yeah, you're right. They only have the one loser point and they only have the one game. Wow. There there are so many like times this season where I think that it's like I I am fully appreciating how bad the Coyotes are and it's like nope. Uh, I think that happened like the second time they were shut out. I was like, "Oh, hey, this is the first shutout of the season." They're like, "Nope, it's the second. I'm like, "Really? Really?" But but yeah, uh, more overtime hockey would be fun. Absolutely. But again, those are our picks for this weekend's game. Um, once again, feel free to make the bets. Um, also, feel free not to. Feel free to just gamble responsibly. If you're gambling this weekend on the Arizona Coyotes, I usually recommend just don't bet on Arizona in general. But <laughs> <laughs> um, 
it's just a disaster waiting to happen. Um, it's it, it's a personal thing for me, but if you are going to do it, those are the picks that I recommend. Yep. Um, anyways, though, that's going to do it for today's episode. Hope you guys like what you heard. If you did, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you have yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. Don't forget to uh, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash LockedOnCoyotes. Also, on Twitter, at LO underscore Coyotes. I'm personally at Robin underscore Leano. That's R-O-B-Y-N underscore L-E-A-N-O. Carl Pavlik. Is that Carl Pavlik F-F-H. Once again, interact with us. Ask us any questions you might have. We might talk right back or answer questions on a future episode of the Lockdown Coyotes podcast. Once again, that is it for today. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.